everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And for the month of August, hopefully you've already been joining us, but we have kicked into a whole new topic of conversation on the area of spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's been really fun to write and talk these through and just to continue the conversation. I love how we kind of start into a topic and we think it's going to kind of look a certain way. And as we pray, we're like, Lord, kind of take what we've planned and go for it. Mm-hmm. And it feels like he's kind of adding some new layers to the topic of conversation. So yeah. as we continue today, we hope it's been an encouragement, but also just teach you some new things about the way that you're wired and the gifts that you carry. Yeah, it's been really helpful, I think, for me personally to go back mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, it's still been a long time since I've taken That's a right. spiritual gifts assessment. And like, how am I using the gifts that the Lord has given me um, in my life, but also yeah. to benefit the body of Christ? That's right. Um, so it's just been very refreshing it's for me It's a good personally. reminder, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I think we always want to go back to just kind of the overall goal and vision of Mercy Talk, and that is really to equip people Mm -hmm. who are working with others with tools on how to to more effectively minister and help people, but also as a way to personally encourage you, maybe to challenge you to maybe call some things forward that are like, Mm -hmm. man, here are some areas that I want to look at in my own life. And I think that this does both, yeah, because obviously spiritual gifts have been given to every believer. For the common good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So... (laughs) Everyone, this applies to everyone, and this is so refreshing for people, even if you've looked at your spiritual gifts a million times and taken a hundred assessments, but it also is so, so helpful when you are working with other people to be able to help them find, like, what is it that the Lord has given to me? Because especially when someone is walking through a healing journey or, you know, in some places of darkness and trying to, to really find healing and freedom, when they can start to see on the other side to say, oh my goodness, the Lord has placed things inside of me mm-hmm. that the world needs that the body of Christ needs and how that can be something that really propels them forward yeah on their journey I think it's just so so good to understand this topic well yeah um, and it really too to add to that it really comes against the lie that I'm somehow disqualified because yeah. of what I've done or what I've experienced or what's been done to me because ultimately no matter what broken state I'm in, my gifts don't shift. Now, they mm-hmm. won't come out as purely and as cleanly. They won't maybe be as sharp, but the gifts don't go anywhere just yep. because I walk through hard things. So you're not disqualified. And it's just, it's such a cool reminder to go, oh, wow, I still carry these mm-hmm. things. And you're right. It can propel you forward and going, okay, I want to get my stuff together yeah. and deal with what I need to deal with because there is a call on my life and there are things that God has for me, despite the things that I've walked yeah, through. For sure. Yeah. So two weeks ago, we kind of talked about just like what are spiritual gifts as we always like to start these series off with just a working definition of what we're talking about here and then we also talked some about just how to assess what those gifts are in our lives um you know Mm obviously obviously just in prayer and conversation with the lord like lord what are these things that you've placed in me but also even just in in just observing our lives observing the things that come alive in our hearts Mm -hmm. whenever we do them or when we see them being done and also we talked about some assessments that are available out there there's a ton. There are tons. There's some really, really good ones um, that have been super helpful, mm-hmm. I know, for me personally. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about those. Yeah. But, but that's kind of where we've been. And so you want to talk about where we're going? Absolutely. And really, I would add too. last week, we also talked to just about just different ways to assess. Mm-hmm. But one of those also is going, OK, what am I really passionate about? Mm-hmm. Or what does it what really makes me angry? Mm-hmm. And I remember I want to say maybe it might have been Nancy. That she talked about at it a one lot. Point yeah. That had said something on those lines, like what really fires you up and gets you angry? And not to go, oh gosh, that's bad, but to really look at it and go, wow, if it's about widows or orphans or sex trafficking or whatever it may be, stop and go, okay, if I'm angry about that and there is a 
actually a justice thing that rises up in me that may very well be part of who I am and what mm-hmm. God has called me to create change in. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we can think anger equals a negative thing when really, if you're, if it's a justice, righteous anger, it's from the heart of God. Yep. So therefore, what is he calling me to do maybe in that very area? And so there's a lot of different clues that we can kind of keep an eye out for when it comes to the way we're wired, our gifts, the things that we're called to, as well as just keeping an eye out for those attacks of the enemy. We mm-hmm. talked about that last week too. There's, it's almost, I think along the way I had figured that out in a session at one point where I was like, oh my gosh, so often you can correlate the attacks of the enemy on the very gifts and calling mm-hmm. on your life. And it's almost the opposite game to some point where you're able to go, wow, if there's been a lot of attack in this area, it's probably because I have some strength there, yeah. some calling there, some things that God has deposited in me. That's what he does. Yeah. He's interesting, that guy. <laughs> so really, as we talked through last week, some of these areas, we also started to kind of delve a little bit into some of the pitfalls or the hindrances um, that can come against our spiritual gifts. Really, like I talked about, those areas of assignment, that kind of thing, but really wanting to make sure that we're looking at that a little further today, Mm because I think it's a really important topic to talk through what are some of those pitfalls, what are some of those lies, what are some of those hindrances, whether it's spiritual warfare or whether it's just things we've experienced that try to cause us to be hindered in either fully assessing our gifts or embracing our spiritual gifts, because there is, it's kind of a process. Yeah, You can assess them, know them, and not do something with them, or you can just never assess them in the first place. And so there's there's different steps to it. So really looking into that and understanding how these things can kind of get in and cause us to get stuck. Yeah. Because if there is power and there is calling attached to our gifts, wouldn't it make sense the enemy would love to keep us stuck and not really looking at those things or believing some things about the spiritual gifts that are not true. So we're excited to kind of delve into that today and discuss that through. And I think as is always the case, we encourage people, if you have not, you know, heard the previous shows in this series, we always encourage you to go back because it's so great to be Mm -hmm. able to get that foundation. But one of the things that we talked about last week were the gifts that are specifically discussed in scripture Mm -hmm. in First uh, Corinthians twelve, yeah, and and really after that portion of scripture, it talks about how the body is an example of each of us carrying our gifts, and I I I just love so much that analogy mm-hmm. because it just works in so many different areas. But before we really kind of jump into these pitfalls um, or just the things that can hinder us in this area, I I kind of want to go back to that passage of scripture. Yeah, that's good. And and really just kind of begin today with the rest of that scripture um, about the body, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of our conversation is going to go back to this idea. So um, this is, I believe, verse 12, or maybe towards the end of verse 12. But it says, just as a body, the one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Mm -hmm. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. 
which literally that passage right there is the reason I love so much this analogy because I think that one of the greatest hindrances that we'll talk about is just this whole idea of like everybody else's gifts are better than mine Mm -hmm. or I'm not really that needed or you know like I'm not an ear so I don't need to be part of the body no every single part is so important one is not better than the other some may be more visible and more Mm -hmm. glamorous than others but every part is necessary for the entire body to function in a healthy and whole way right and so so I love starting off with that scripture just because I think a lot of these pitfalls, yes. when you go back to this idea of the body, it's just like, okay, yeah, no, 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 that's yeah. a lie, you know, so. Absolutely. What does it look like for me to carry mm-hmm. out my role in the certain part of yeah. the body that I've been placed in? So that's sort of our, that's where we're going to continue to couch this entire conversation mm-hmm. on pitfalls and hindrances, because that is what the Lord has mandated and also given us. Because you're right, it's such a perfect picture. Mm-hmm. When you think about just your ear going rogue, mm-hmm. we laugh, but... That's, that really genuinely is what happens in the body of Christ. And yeah. so if you're an ear, just be an ear. Yeah. And be the best dang <laughs> ear you can be, you know? So what are some of the hindrances? Let's kind of dive into that. That can really cause us to be hindered in assessing or fully embracing our spiritual gifts. The first one that I think is important to hit on is what we would title just kind of stigma. And what we mean by that is the idea of seeing the spiritual gifts, whether that was being done irresponsibly, maybe not maturely. Um, Sometimes what we can see is based on our experience, whether it's in the church or with different people, you maybe have seen the gifts not being carried the way that they're meant to be. And so what can often happen is we're then kind of shut down or we're not interested or feeling like, okay, if this gift is meant to look the way that that person is carrying it, and Mm -hmm. I know I carry that gift... I've suddenly attached something to that gift because of the way that the person carried it irresponsibly or incorrectly Mm -hmm. and have assumed that I need to shut that down in myself. So really what happens is we attach the stigma to the gifts that isn't true based on experience. But I would also say for any of you that maybe were raised in a church where sometimes there are different teachings that are brought forward about certain gifts Mm -hmm. that perhaps those aren't in operation anymore or there's something to kind of shy away from or even to be afraid of. You know, when we talk about different gifts of the Holy Spirit, Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not weird. Mm-hmm. People are weird. Yep. And what happens <laughs> <Amen>. is, <laughs> I'll repeat that for you. <laughs> Holy Spirit is not weird. People are weird. Yeah. And so when people carry the gifts of the Spirit in a weird or wacko or irresponsible or unhealthy way, what we tend to do is attach things to those gifts or to the Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. a bigger picture mm-hmm. and assume that that is Him. Yep. When in reality, it's, it's a person's representation of that gift. And so if any of these stigmas or any of these hindrances kind of attached to you as we talk this through, we'll talk a little more practical later, but I think my encouragement is that you really step back and go, okay, Lord, from your heart to mine, what have I kind of attached to any of the gifts maybe as a whole, but also the ones that I carry as an individual that you've put in me that I've allowed some stigma attached Mm -hmm. to it because of where I was raised or the things that I was taught or the way that I've seen these gifts carried out. Mm -hmm. So that is the first hindrance to kind of keep an eye out for. And I think, I mean, the most basic question is just like, are there any gifts Mm-hmm. That scripture mentions that when I hear them, I go, oh, that's weird. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good. good and though. I have to wonder if it may not be some of the very gifts that you've been given. That's right. Just like we've said, because the enemy goes after the strengths that we have to try to attack them and mm-hmm. keep them from ever coming alive in our life. And so there is some of my own history that mm-hmm. um, there are certain gifts that I've 
only in my adulthood have come to terms with like, oh no, these are actually awesome and not that weird and scary as I used to think. And then I had to start wondering, what if I've actually been given some of those gifts? And the enemy knew it. Mm -hmm. And so he decided at a young age, I'm going to start attaching weird freaky stuff to this so that she never realizes. You know, I just had to wonder. Totally. Was that not super intentional by the enemy? Absolutely. But then to go, okay, not only do I realize that maybe I'm off in the stigma or belief about this gift, but how do I then get with Jesus and figure out how to be someone that carries that gift in a very responsible, healthy, whole way? Because when these gifts are operating in someone from a really good, pure place, there's Mm -hmm. no end to what Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit can do through us. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of keep an eye out for that one. Um, The next one, I think that's super, super important that you just even sort of tipped your hand to a minute ago, Mel, is that area of comparison. It's that idea that I'm so focused on everybody else's gifts and what they carry and then what we see in others that we don't take the time to step back and then just embrace the way that God made us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a saying, I, I, I will never forget this for the rest of my life. I was talking with a girl in a session. We were working through some comparison and the Lord spoke very clearly to her. He said, comparison breeds self-hate. Mm-hmm. And when we compare ourselves to someone else, we are breeding this hate towards ourselves in the way that we're designed because we're so focused on the way God design someone else. There's no better way for the enemy to break down the body of Christ than to get us focused on what someone else has and what I don't have. Mm-hmm. It gets us into victim mentality. It causes us not to acknowledge the goodness and the strength and the beauty in the way we're designed. And it just creates such a breakdown yep. in every way, genuinely. It's such a poison. Mm-hmm. And so if we can see it for what it is, especially in this area and step back and, I mean, first and foremost, repent. Please forgive me, Jesus, for comparing. But also we get our eyes focused on ourselves in a healthy way, the Lord's able to go, let me show you how I've created you. I'm not talking about sister friend over there, brother dude over there. I'm talking about you. And how do you begin to carry the gifts that you were created to carry to bring strength to the body for yep. the common good? And what a beautiful thing happens when we realize, wow, I love the way that I'm created and who I am. And now I get to line up with the bigger vision that God has had for me since the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. That's big stuff. Yeah. So just being on the lookout for comparison. Which I think also the sister to that is just unworthiness. Yep. And just thinking that my gifts really aren't that needed. Mm-hmm. Like the body can do with or without what I right. have to offer or just the idea that the gifts that I've been given are less than the gifts that other people have been given, which right. I mean, it is, that's comparison mm-hmm. at its root. So, but I just, I think sometimes the best picture that I can get of this, because I think a lot of people can relate to this. Think about your workplace mm-hmm. or a place that you've ever worked before and just imagine all of the different positions at your workplace and if they decided to just remove an entire, you know, department, right. like what would happen to the overall functioning of the workplace? I think about Mercy and it's very easy for me to say, you know, in looking at the different positions at Mercy, there are some that seem mm-hmm. more glamorous, more out front, more on a platform that people who maybe sit behind a desk all day and do what seems like a small task, mm-hmm. they could easily look at those and say, well, that's just better. I mean, that's a better and more necessary job. Mine isn't as needed. And I just, I just think like, what would we do without all of those pieces functioning fully? And so, and I I even think about, because I've moved around to different positions here at Mercy. And so I've seen lots of different angles Mm -hmm. and I can say like with every, like every (laughs) ounce of me, if we did not have every part Mm -hmm. operating, I don't know what would happen to this place, you know? And so if the people who felt like, well, my gifts aren't really that important, ceased using their gifts, the 
whole it's thing. Total which, breakdown. <laughs> so I know that it's the same, if not way more, for the body of Christ because it's straight out of Scripture. I mean, I'm right. sure that there are actually probably some positions at some workplaces that really aren't necessary. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't make that as a blanket statement that all workplaces function that way. But I, I can just, um, I know because it's scriptural. Mm-hmm. Like that is how the body of Christ functions. That's that right. every part is important. And so unworthiness is something that can really get in and just make us say, well, I don't need to bring my stuff to the table because it's right. not really that needed. But then on the flip side of that, I think <laughs> another thing can be pride right. that can creep in for some people of being like, well, my gift's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You should be like me. Yeah. I wish everybody did exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't even say it. Um, But, you know, this is really just, you know, believing that our gifts are more special than others, which completely and totally isolates us. Yeah. Makes us not in any form or fashion helpful to the body. So not only does your awesome gift not get exercise to its fullest but like you're literally isolating yourself and and really not able to connect with the rest of the body and not able to encourage other people because at the end of the day that's what scripture says the point of our gifts is is to encourage the body of christ so if you are functioning from a place of like my gifts are so awesome Mm -hmm. too bad for you in no way is your gift being used to encourage the body yes (laughs) so that's total breakdown Uh Um, but you know either side can really come into play when it comes to to spiritual gifts it's so true and I think that that actually leads into the next couple points we want to make as well that you know these are areas that can really create a lot of hindrance and breakdown but I think in addition to that those are more kind of as as far as the gifts themselves but if the carrier of the gift isn't in a healthy place Mm -hmm. now that doesn't mean you've arrived and you have a bow on your head we realize that on this side of eternity there's a consistent place of continuing to grow and mature and go deeper in our walk with God but in general there's there's places and seasons of life where we know I'm pretty broken right now or I'm in a pretty healthy place and so sometimes I think living from our spiritual gifts from a healthy place Mm -hmm. is what we also need to keep on the radar as well. It's not just always knowing the gifts, but it's also carrying them well. And so some of the things that can keep us from living out our spiritual gifts from a healthy place can include ignorance, first and foremost. That's kind of a no-brainer to some degree. And what we mean by that is that we just simply don't know what our gifts are. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we're not intentional about living them out. And so that really comes back to step one, assessing what your gifts are. If yeah. you have complete ignorance about the way you're wired, you're, of course, not going to live those from a healthy place. Um, the next one, of course, is just that area of brokenness or immaturity. As I mentioned earlier, there are lots of people that walking out their gifts from this place. And it's detrimental not only to themselves, but to other people. We God doesn't expect perfection, but he does expect us to walk from a place of health mm-hmm. and wholeness, especially if you're walking in your gifts in a way that impacts other people. Mm-hmm. And so if we haven't experienced that place of healing or growth that God has for us, our gifts are not going to come from a healthy place. And really, honestly, they're not going to come out in a full, pure, responsible way. Yeah. And so there's that place too of going, okay, Am I walking in a place of maturity and wholeness? So therefore, my gifts are able to come out in the purest form. That's good. So as we always want to do yes. on Mercy Talk, we want to be sure that we give you guys some steps to take away from this. Um, and so if if this is an area of your life where you're like, man, I, I feel like... I either don't know what they are or I feel like I know what my gifts are, but I really don't feel like, man, I'm really just walking fully and, and operating in those in a full mm-hmm. way. Then here are some things that we would encourage you to do and to consider. I mean, first, just seeking the Lord about any pitfalls maybe that we've mentioned or right. there may be 
others that we didn't even bring up today or just things um, that that might apply to you or just hindrances that are just kind of standing in your way and blocking your way and, and ask him to bring those things to light. And mm-hmm. I think he will. Yeah. Because he wants you to be operating in those gifts that he's placed inside That's of right. you. This is, this is very much in line with what he desires for you. So mm-hmm. it's a good prayer to to pray in faith that he's going to do it. And then when he brings those things to light, you know, do spend time doing whatever you need to do in addressing those things. If it's repentance, receiving his forgiveness for those things, finding some healing, replacing some lies with truth, whatever it might be that you need to do to address those things, we encourage you to do it. Um, and, And so, yeah, part of that is also just thinking about any lies that you believe about yourself, um, that you maybe believe about spiritual gifts or maybe specific spiritual gifts mm-hmm. and really spending that time breaking those lies in prayer, replacing those lies with truth. Yeah. We won't go into that whole process. Look back at some old podcasts. Totally. Look all over our website. You'll find lots of information about <laughs> yes, renewing the that. mind. But, um, but we encourage you to, those are some great places to yeah, start. So good. And I would add too, I think there's something to be said about just the area of unforgiveness as well. Mm. That could be a whole nother conversation. But when it comes to the area of unforgiveness in our, in our lives, whether it's towards ourselves, whether it's towards God, maybe in this case, it's towards a leader that you saw that was even abusive in their gifts. I mean, we realize that there, this can go a long way in yeah. the spectrum of how gifts are carried, but really being aware and willing for the Lord to show any unforgiveness in your life. Because I really believe, in addition to any lies you're believing, if you have unforgiveness that you're harboring, it becomes bitterness. It becomes resentment. It gets really nasty. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of blocks that happen where you're just not able to walk from a clear and true place. Mm -hmm. And so I would just add that as a caveat as well. There may be some areas of unforgiveness that are attached to this area that is a huge hindrance for you. So just to kind of keep that on your radar as well. And really, I think the last practical step is just to get that action plan with the Lord. I have always found the Lord to be such a practical God. He is so strategic when we take the time to ask those questions. And so really receiving his strategy, his direction, and first and foremost, assessing your gifts, but also just the practical ways to begin to use them. Like, okay, Lord, these are the things that you've put in me. I'm in a pretty healthy place. How then do I begin doing that? And we talked in past shows that it's not always, there's times where the Lord just calls you to serve, to serve, Mm -hmm. but there are also times he opens doors where he's like, this is a time I want you to use that gift Mm -hmm. and to begin to put that to work, whether it's at work, home, church, community, whatever it may be, really seeking him out for those next steps and just to be in that action place. Um, And really the reality is that when we're free to operate in our gifts from a whole and educated place, we're really in such a blessed place. Mm -hmm. But even more than that, the church as a whole is able to receive a whole new level of Jesus and his kingdom and the things that we're called to do and to be. For sure. It's so, so fun. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue on with this discussion for the next couple of weeks. So we are not done. Yes. Um, And before we sign off today, I did want to just remind our listeners that the best way to contact us Mm -hmm. with questions or feedback or whatever it may be is through um, our Mercy Talk email. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was just was thinking the other day, we do these podcasts, we've been recording these for a long time now, right. and we just sit in this room and look at each other and talk, <laughs> and we don't get to see or hear from anyone that's actually listening to the yes. podcast. And even a, a few weeks back, I was in California leading one of our Empower Workshops, and Brooke, who has been on our 
podcast mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. I actually met a woman and the woman recognized her because of her voice because <gasps> she has been so listening to Mercy Talk. Funny. It kind of weirds me out how many people <laughs> I meet now that are like, oh yeah, we listen to Mercy Talk all the time. I'm like, what? Okay, great. <laughs> so just the fact that there are listeners that obviously we don't know, we've never met, we never talked to, we would really love to hear yes. from you. If you have questions, mm-hmm. if you have ideas on future Absolutely. topics, or if you're just like, you guys have been encouraging me, thanks, anything, we would love to hear from you. So or good. you may be like, I don't like this Mercy Talk at all. Mm-hmm. Here's what you can do We're to, down for to hearing that. Whatever you want to share. <laughs> we would just love to hear from you. So you can email us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. Whether you've been listening to us for a long time or today was the first time you heard from us, we would really, really love to just get any of your feedback yeah. that you might have. Um, I also want to be sure before we sign off mm-hmm. to just mention, and we'll be mentioning this a lot yes. in the coming weeks, we but are very excited. we are really excited about a new initiative that we are going to be kicking off um, literally next month. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start um, in the Nashville area holding a monthly one hour training that we're going to be calling Empower Nights. That are free. That are free. <laughs> free. Zero dollars to come. <laughs> And receive training from um, Jen. You're going to be doing a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Brooke Keels, who is our executive director of counseling, um, is going to be doing a lot of these as well. Um, and going to be training on just some very, what we believe are significant issues in our days and things that we want to be sure that people are well educated about yeah. and know how to address in their lives or in the lives of people they love. And so we're going to serve coffee and dessert. Come on, I just mean, for that. For free. <laughs> so there are going to be a lot of details coming out about yes. those in the days and weeks to come. So please stay tuned. We'll be talking about it on Mercy Talk. It'll be on our website, on our Facebook page, all over. So you'll be able to hear about those in that way. But we would love for anyone in the Middle Tennessee area mm-hmm. um, who would be able to come, even if you're not in the Middle Tennessee area. Hey, come on. Come visit. Nashville's mm-hmm. awesome. So we would just, we're really, really excited about these and more info to come. But yes. we'll be continuing on with our discussion on spiritual gifts next week. So we hope that you will join us then. <laughs>